Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Sampra. No fourth quarter collapse this time around. The Ticats scoring 24 points off five turnovers and ended their two-game slide with a lopsided win over the Red Blacks. The Fifth Quarter Podcast starts now. We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the Fifth Quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin, and yes, the two-game losing streak is done. Over. No fourth quarter collapse tonight. It's a Ticats win and an emphatic one at that. 32-3, a beatdown, a domination of the Red Blacks tonight. Ticats are in charge of their own destiny. 5-5 five and five on the season. Ottawa now officially 2-9 and nine and out of any sort of playoff talk in the Canadian Football League. That was the final nail in the Red Blacks' coffin. We have some tweets coming in, some calls coming in, some emails to read. We're also live on Facebook Live on CHML's Facebook page, so get on that uh, software and uh, download a Facebook app if you haven't uh, been uh, among the 2 billion-plus that have done so already. Comments already coming in on Facebook. We'll get your uh, comments there as well. Um, you know, I we've been chiding Jeremiah Masoli all season long, and in many cases, rightfully so. He hasn't had the best season in 2021, but I'll say this tonight. He's my star of the game. He's my player of the game. By the way, player of the game brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. So call in, tweet, email, send me a note on CHML's Facebook page for your player of the game. This might be a unanimous one, although, you know, some kudos to some defensive players as well. But Jeremiah Masoli tonight, 25 of 28, 320 yards, two TD passes, and no mistakes. Ran the ball a couple times, 33 yards on the ground. This was a tidy effort. I mean, first half was not spectacular tonight. It was 8-3 to three at the half. It was kind of a snore fest, to be honest. Very similar to game number one against Ottawa, in which Hamilton hammered the Red Blacks 24-7. Um, this game, though, much more lopsided, and I think the Ticats controlled it pretty much from start to finish. I mean, Ottawa's just a dreadful team, let's face it. But the Ticats did not let them off the hook. Val on Twitter says, good team effort. Cats heading to peak at the right time. My vote for star is Missoli for sure. And props to Simone as usual. And Jim on Twitter says, oh, shucky ducky. I've been waiting two years to say this. That wasn't a game. That was a thumping. The Ticats took risks, played to win, and it paid off. Whole team is worthy of player of the game, but I'll give it to Masoli. And a bevy of hashtags. Oski Wee fifth quarter, 900 CHML, and Ticat. So three votes off the skip for Jeremiah Masoli. Easily, he had a good game last week, but easily his best game of the season. Ticat's big winners tonight, 32-3. Five turnovers for the Tiger Cats tonight. They scored 24 points off those turnovers. And... A big props to Brandon Banks, who, yeah, he dropped a for-sure touchdown in this game. Probably a low light. But one of the highlights, he is now fifth all-time in Tiger Cats 
career receptions. He passed the great Darren Flutie for number five on Hamilton's all-time receptions list, now up to 406 on the chart. He's got a way to go to catch Rocky DiPietro. He's only 300 behind Rocky. Uh, but next on the list for uh, Brandon Banks is Archie Amerson, 431, Luke Tasker, 455, and Earl Winfield, 573 career receptions. All right, to the phones we go, and Dave, number one, is called into the program. Dave, how are you? Welcome to the fifth quarter. I'm not bad, Rick. Yourself? I'm pretty good. Your thoughts on tonight's game? Well, you know what? I think the first thing is uh, with Montreal winning yesterday, this was a very important victory, despite who we were playing Um you know, it doesn't matter. Ottawa's been in some games this year, so you never know what's going to happen. But, you know, they need to come out and win this game. And now the division isn't, uh, you know, that far out of reach. No, I mean, Toronto and Montreal, and um, let's not kid ourselves, the Alouettes thumped the Argonauts last night. They're both 6-3. and three. Um, You know, they have... 6-4. Six and four, yeah, they have control of the division right now. But, uh, you know, Hamilton and Toronto are going to face off in a couple of weeks' time. Um, we're done playing Montreal, but, uh, you know, this division is very much up for grabs. Yeah, and, you know, down the stretch, I think the key is uh, at least a home playoff game. So, you know, those those two teams aren't out of reach. But um, I want to speak about two things, and the first thing is uh, Jeremiah Mazzoli. Um, he's been taking a, ho- a lot of heat this year, and I actually think he's been taking the shots for, for the team, for the play calling, for, for the conservativeness in, in the fourth quarter that's cost them games. But... You know, this this Jeremiah Mazzoli isn't like the one we've seen in the past. He's not doing things that cost us the game. He's not making uncostly turnovers. The ball security has been excellent. He's a veteran leader out there. And you know what? He, he deserves the player of the game today. He earned it, and he's he's my vote. But but I think going forward, they got, they got to stick with him. Unless something happens that, that, that you know, makes Evans a starter, I think they got to stick with Mazzoli at this point. I think, I think he's, he's in there. He's in the groove. Uh, you know what? I agree with you. This is, you know, Masoli started game number one of the season. Uh, he got injured after, well, he got injured in game two, has come back, has looked meh, but the last couple of games, easily his uh, two best games of the year. So I think he's playing his best at the right time. And, you know, obviously there's still a lot of football to be played. But Dane Evans coming in tonight, you know, I like that he got some actions, short yardage situations, punched it into the end zone both times. Um, this is the QB tandem I think Ticats fans were really excited about coming into this season, and maybe, just maybe, we're starting to see the two-headed monster at its best right now. Yeah, well, we're getting we're getting injuries back, and, and it's too bad about uh, Braylon Addison. Um, and I had mentioned a couple weeks ago, you know, why would you release a guy like Posey? You're, you're hosting the great cop, and here we go, Addison's out, and, you know, Tim White played good tonight, but it would be nice to have another receiver there, a, a, a guy like Posey. Anyhow, the second thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Simone Lawrence. I think he's very underappreciated um, at points by Ticat fans. You know, you had an idiot caller the other other week, uh, you know, just called the bash on Simone. I, th- I think he's he's one of the greatest Ticats ever. And you know what? Now he's in the top 20 in tackles all-time in the CFL. We're not talking about a league that started 15 years ago. We're talking about an old league, you know, and out of all those great defensive players, Simone Lawrence is in the top 20 in tackles. He just brings it every night. He's had his stupid moments like when he injured Caleros. But all in all, he's a Hall of Fame, one of the best Ticats ever, and I think we underappreciate him. Well said, Dave. Appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a good one, buddy.
You too. That is Dave number one. We have Dave two standing by. Lots of room for you on the phone bank at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell phone if you're just leaving Tim Hortons Field as well and jumping into the vehicle or on the HSR bus. At Rick Samprin on Twitter at AM900CHML. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page as well. And you can chime in there. Um, yeah, to me, player of the game, Jeremiah Masoli, and I'm glad that Dave, number one, brought up Simone Lawrence because, yes, he's in the top 20 all-time in defensive tackles in CFL history, But he and which goes to show you he's done uh, a lot of good things for a long time, and he's been one of the leaders of this defense for a long time and has been consistent and healthy for the most part. He's made plays. He's the emotional engine of this defense, if not the team. Uh, a great community guy. Let's not forget that as well. So, uh, yeah, the the I know it was a couple of weeks ago or maybe even a month ago where one, one caller commented and offered his opinion and said that uh, Simone and Brandon Banks were both overrated and didn't deserve a spot on the Ticats' wall of honor, which, you know, I, I, I don't get. You know, those two guys, deservedly so, uh, are going to be on that wall of honor one day. Just because they haven't won a great cup um, does not negate a lot of the great things that they've done in this community and uh, on the football field as well. Dave on Twitter writes, much better game. We closed out the fourth and no collapse. Dane looked great for his first few snaps. D was solid all game. Masoli looked sharp and his best game of the season. Players to Addison for a speedy recovery, or that's, pardon me, prayers to Addison for a speedy recovery. Uh, He's been our best receiver all season long. And he was easily, I thought, the best receiver in the first half. Five catches, 95 yards, including that 61-yard haul in which he injured his hamstring. So hopefully that's not a long-term injury and he is back very soon because the Ticats will definitely need him down the stretch. Braylon Addison is such a complete player in terms of speed, catching ability, route running, um, game-breaking ability in terms of uh, yards after the catch. Uh, He is the complete package. Let's go to the email, and uh, Randy has chimed in. Good evening, Rick. A nice autumn day for football. It's good to see Dane Evans back at it on the field. Some effective plays. A 4 p.m. start. Why not an evening 7 p.m. start? This happens during the early week. Let me chime in before I read the rest of Randy's email because there's two other games. It's a triple header tonight in the Canadian Football League. Two other games tonight. BC and Winnipeg just getting underway and uh, Saskatchewan-Calgary is the late game. So there's the 4 p.m. start, Randy, in terms of why it was the early game. Uh, the stadium PA announcer uh, does an amazing job getting the crowd into it. I remember a great Thanksgiving game in Guelph 2013 when you really had the crowd going. The Cats beat the Argos that day. We are banged up at the running back position. Masoli performed well today. Some great interceptions by the Cats. And, and uh, Randy goes on to write, uh, my player of the game is Jeremiah Masoli and Dane Evans. Nice teamwork, an improved game. We're now 5-5 five and five back in the win column. They need to keep proving Let's get to the Grey Cup. Have a great weekend, Rick. Oski Wee Wee Randy in Oakville. So a couple of things there. Um, he's going with the, the QB tandem four player of the game, both Masoli and Dane Evans. It's now five votes Masoli, one Evans. 
and no votes for anybody else. That's okay. Lots of time for you to get in on the action and call the fifth quarter at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell or on CHML's Facebook page as well. And you can also chime in on Twitter at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. Back to the phones we go. Dave, number two, has been patiently writing here on the fifth quarter. Dave, how are you? Not too bad, Rick. Uh, no drinks needed this week. <laughs> you had your fill last time around, eh? Oh, boy. Listen, uh, yeah, Mazzoli, like, uh, uh, you probably, I don't know if you recall, he talked to a lot of people. I said to you a few times, the man really hasn't played in three years, so I think we're seeing the rust starting to come off of him now. I figured if he got the playing time, it would come off. And uh, he played well, and I give him the player of the game, too. Um, you can see it even in his wrist, the way he's feathering the ball. He wasn't doing that earlier in the year. I don't know if you noticed that. But um, I, I think uh, it's a great tandem to have those two. I hope that uh, the coach wouldn't be gun-shy to, if one's not having a good half to stick the other in because that why allows have the two two starting quarterbacks, basically. Uh, another guy that impressed me really uh, was Bennett, the running back. He came in and uh, did, he got some yards tonight. He got some first downs. He looked pretty good. He got some tough yards tonight. I mean, third, fourth quarter, he's thrust into the game. Uh, yeah, the Ticats do have some injury woes on uh, on the running back position with Sean Thomas Erlington not ready to go tonight. Uh, Malik Irons gets hurt uh, early on in the, in the football game. Uh, and, you know, Bennett carried the load. Uh, he had 12 carries, 58 yards. It's an average of 4.8, a long of 13. Uh, he had some tough uh, tough runs out there, and he looked pretty good. I think so, too. Um I know it's also with uh, like I hope um, uh, yeah I hope hope Addison gets get the hope it's just a he can get that worked out with his hamstring quick you're right um, I noticed though in the offense um, they're not sending Speedy as long as they used to have you noticed that yes definitely he's not the top cutter that he once was um, early on in his career and certainly not in 2019 he's not running uh, those uh, 30 40 yard runs down the field maybe once in a blue moon but not like he used to that's for sure. Yeah, so I don't know what with Addison him. I don't know if they can try and get him a little deeper. I don't know. It's uh, not an offensive coordinator, but uh, why not give it a try once in a while? But anyway, yeah, good victory tonight. The East is wide open. Uh, hopefully we can uh, get on a roll and uh, get to the Grey Cup, and anything can happen in one game, just like last year, last Grey Cup. Hopefully the result is different this time around. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, if we have to play one again, hopefully we'll upset them like they upset us. You know, Winnipeg's a pretty strong team. But as you've seen, Ottawa and Toronto beat Calgary when they had those huge, huge records. Uh, anything can happen in one game. Yeah, well, as we saw last or last time around, I was going to say last year, in 2019, the team with the better record did not win that football game. It was the team that played better on that day. So, you know, if the Ticats are in the Grey Cup at home, you'd have to give them the advantage. I mean, it's home field advantage. Uh, you know, 90% of the crowd are going to be Ticats fans, I think. So any team, whether it's Winnipeg or Saskatchewan or Calgary or whatever, any team playing in the Grey Cup against Hamilton would have to be the underdog, I would think. Yeah, yeah. well, it's definitely going to be an equalizer, that's for sure. And uh, now we got uh, two years now to, uh, if we can't do it this time, to build a team for that time. It's a bit with great news that we got the Cup again in a couple of years because really – uh, I agree with the league. This is uh, kind of a one hand behind your back, Grey Cup, but uh, it'll be exciting nonetheless. Definitely. Dave, appreciate the call. Thanks, Rick. Bye-bye. That is uh, Dave number two calling in. That is uh, space for you on the phone bank here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. If you're just leaving Tim Hortons Field after a 32-3 Ticats beatdown of the Red Blacks, 
uh, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. And on Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at am900chml. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page, where Brad writes, slow start to the game, but at least it picked up. Losing Addison Hurt, hoping it's short-lived. Player of the game, RD. They offered up plenty of pressed duck late in the game, but as usual, played their butts off all game. Long live the Ticats D. So Ticats defense getting some love in terms of player of the game, and that Ticats D was ferocious tonight. Five turnovers tonight. I mean, the last one was a turnover on downs. You know, Ottawa's going for it. They had really no hope of winning the football game, so kind of cancel that one out. But with the five turnovers, most importantly, I think, was the 24 points off those turnovers, and that was really... The decider of the game, 32-3, the final, 24 of those 32 points coming off turnover. So that defense was absolutely lights out tonight. Ari on CHML's Facebook page says, Total team effort on both sides of the ball. Masoli and Evans led this team and have total respect for one another. A lot of banged up players today, hopefully all back soon. Posey move really hurts now, and he is starting for BC tonight. We are in the... Oh, I lost my... We're in the middle of the race and can get to first. Player of the game, Masoli, needs some O-line help and place-kicking help. Hopefully active at trade deadline this week. Think we can spring Sean White from the Elks. I'll say this, Taylor Bertolette, I think, has hit his last eight field goals. And I know he's had his difficulties this year, but I'm not really anticipating um, any sort of movement. Unless the Ticats can get a guy like White um, who can you know come in, whether it's an injury or whether it's a competition, to see what each guy can do. It's uh, always a good uh, idea or a good strategy to beef up um, your practice roster, uh, maybe hide a guy in the injured list. We know that happens. Not accusing any team of doing that, but uh, we, we know it's it's gone on from time to time. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We're live here on the fifth quarter until 8 this evening. Lots of time for you to chime in with your thoughts on today's Tiger Cats beatdown of the Ottawa Red Blacks. Mark on Twitter says, big win for the Cats, Masoli player of the game. Hope this is what we're going to see the rest of the season. So another vote. For Jeremiah Masoli for Player of the Game, brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. Jeremiah Masoli tonight, as I mentioned, you know, it was kind of a, a quiet first half, just the one touchdown, eight points in that first half, uh, Ottawa scoring three. And of that three, you know, th- th- there was an opportunity there for the Red Blacks to potentially tie this game. And it was 8 nothing. Ottawa had it first and goal at the Hamilton two-yard line, and the defense stopped them twice on first and goal, on second and goal from the Hamilton two. Ottawa, surprisingly, I think, I mean, they're 2-8, and eight, go for the field goal, and that's the only points they got all night, a nine-yard field goal. So big thumbs up to the Tiger Cats defense tonight. And, uh, Brad, great vote on, on the Ticats D because they were stellar tonight. Uh, Rick Samprin, or pardon me, rick at 900chml.com is the email address to give me your thoughts on tonight's game and vote for your player of the game. At Rick Samprin and at am900chml on Twitter and on chml's Facebook page. Back to the phones we go. Uh, let's go to Dave, who's called in. Dave, number three, how are you? Not too bad yourself, Rick. I'm good. Thanks for calling in. What are your thoughts on tonight's 32-3 to Hamilton win? Well, to be honest with you, I love the game. Great game. Really disappointed in the fans when Mazzoli got hurt. 
Evans came on and everybody started cheering. So disappointed after the man played a great game up to that point anyhow. I totally agree with you, and I think he was like 22 of 24 for 250 yards or something like that. I mean, the guy's playing his butt off, and, you know, he gets a bloody nose, goes off the field, and he hears the crowd cheering. That's got to be somewhat disheartening. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you wouldn't wonder why people would want to play for Hamilton after that. And I'm a diehard fan, but I was just, I couldn't believe that. And I love Evans, too. It's, it's, it's one of those quarterback tandems where you got to be happy with either of them on the field. But with him playing the way he's playing, I mean, let him go. You know? Yeah, I hear you. That, it, it was disappointing. Yeah, great, great game, great win. And we needed that statement win where we, we actually did something to, to put the foot on the pedal and get past the fourth quarter. Yeah, another collapse tonight would have been tragic because it was 18-3 going into the fourth, and I think, you know, as bad as Ottawa is, there's always that kind of, you know, that little bug in the back of your mind thinking, is it going to happen again? Absolutely, and when when they busted that big kick punt return, first thing I thought to myself is, oh, no, here we friggin' go. This is the moment, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And it's pretty bad when you're sitting back thinking in the fourth quarter, which moment is going to be the one? You know, is it that bad pass interference? Is it this? Is it that? But no, uh, so- solid game, and uh, it's too bad the injury bug won't leave us alone. Yeah, uh, seeing Addison go down, Sirocco playing one series, and he's out. Uh, Malik Irons getting hurt. It's, yeah, hopefully they're all short-term injuries. Addison, I think, might be a couple weeks. Those hamstrings, uh, they can linger for a little bit. Absolutely, and I'm going to go off the beaten path here with a player of the game because I don't think they ever get enough credit. But i got to go with Van Zyl and the O-line. Like, I mean, our O-line is the only thing that's going to give us the win, in my opinion. If you can't protect the quarterback, we're done. Doesn't matter who's in. Totally agree. A smart man once said, and that smart man's name, John Salavanis, your offense is only as good as your offensive line, and I 100% agree with him and with you. The O-line was really good tonight. Best game of the year, easily. You have yourself a great night, Rick, and we'll talk again after the BC game. You got it. Thanks, Dave. Take care. Bye. George is standing by. We'll get back to him when we come back here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. It's where Ticats fans come together. This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Masoli on the quarterback keeper, trying to get it into the end zone. Dane Evans under center, follows along the right-hand side. And it is a touchdown, Tiger Cats. Dane Evans with his second of the game. And the Tiger Cats are close to equaling their highest offensive output of the season. And they did 32 points to Ottawa's three. The final 32-3 Tiger Cats beating down on the Red Blacks tonight. Those hapless Red Blacks now 2-9 and nine on the season. They are out, officially eliminated from the CFL a playoff contention with the loss this evening, Hamilton proves to 5-5. Five and five. They're two points or a game out of first place. Both Montreal and Toronto sit at 6-4. and four. This is the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. I'm your host, Rick Samprin. Thanks for joining us once again. 905-645-3221 is the phone number to call, whether you're leaving Tim Hortons Field, uh, sitting uh, in your home, uh, celebrating another Ticats win. Got to mention that the player of the game is brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. And Jeremiah Masoli leads the voting right now with eight 
player of the game selections. We have Dane Evans, the Ticats defense, and Chris Van Zyl slash the O-line, which I thought has played its best game of the season. Maisie Lee on CHML's Facebook page says, Masoli, player of the game, go Cats, go. So Jeremiah Masoli, I thought it would be near unanimous, uh, but he had a great game tonight, his best game of the year, leading the Ticats to their fifth win of the season. George has called back on the fifth quarter. George, how are you? Good. You? I'm okay. We can hear you loud and clear, and it's all great. Your thoughts on the game? Uh, that was a fantastic game. A terrific game, I heard. It was a fantastic game. Who's your player of the game tonight, George? I say the quarterback. Jeremiah Masoli. Yep. What was your highlight of the game? Do you have a magical moment? Not really. That was a fantastic game. All right, sounds good. That's a great analysis, George. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Can I ask you one question? Yeah, go ahead. What happened to Dean Evans? Dane Evans, well, he played tonight. He was the backup, and he scored two rushing touchdowns. I hope they play him again when we play again. I think they will. Hey, thanks for the call, George. You're welcome. That is George celebrating heartily a Ticats victory tonight, 32-3, to the final. I'm not going to say it. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to. We're all thinking it, but I'm not going to say it. Jimmy V on Twitter says, hey, Rick, huge win, much needed. Uh, Jeremiah Masoli played a heck of the game, but my player of the game goes to Brooks. Huge interception set the tone for the rest of the game. Oski Wee Wee. Yeah. Cario Brooks' fourth interception of the season. That leads the Canadian Football League, and that was one of many. Interception tonight. Three, in fact, for the Ticats. Desmond Lawrence had one, which turned into seven points. That was the Masoli to Steve Dunbar Jr. TD. Simone Lawrence had an interception. That turned into a Taylor Bertolette 28-yard field goal, which made it 18-3 to uh, just before the end of the third quarter. And then Brooks's interception in the fourth quarter. And I think once that happened, and that came, I don't know, midway through, early on in the, in the fourth quarter, uh, at the Hamilton 21, you know, if Ottawa scores there, makes it 18-10, it's an entirely different ballgame, isn't it? But Brooks's interception turns the tide. Ticats go all the way and score another touchdown. That was the Masoli to Jalen Acklin, 8-yard TD strike. And uh, the Ticats were, I, I think, laughing from there on in. A couple of other turnovers on downs, and the Ticats scoring 24 points off turnovers tonight. Got an email from Anthony who writes, Well, Rick, we won. We play decent, but I still think we have a, t- a lot of work to do, especially on offense. Really wish Dane could have started this second half tonight. Masoli was good, but I think he can take us. He c- but I don't think, if I can read properly, it'd be, that, that'd help a lot. Masoli was good, but I don't think he can take us past the East final. Let's hope I'm wrong. Player of the game, the defense. Two picks and great all-around efforts tonight. Actually got three picks, but uh, great email from Anthony. I, you know, the way Masoli was playing, and I think in the half, he was 20 of 22. And, you know, when a guy's in that rhythm, you know you're going to move the football because he's completing the football. You know you're going to get first downs. And if you get enough first downs, you're going to get into the end zone. And they got into the end zone um, a lot of times tonight. Four touchdowns tonight, two rushing, two passing. And um, you know, the Ticats dominated. So... I understand the notion or the idea or the thought behind getting more playing time for Dane because he's missed some action, but, I mean, he got in on the field. He threw a couple of passes. 
He ran for a couple of scores. He was actually one for three tonight through the air for 17 yards, but he ran three times for three yards, scored two touchdowns. That's a pretty good average. Um, but I do get the mindset of getting him ready should Masoli falter. If if the playoffs started tomorrow, the way Jeremiah Masoli has played the last two games, I think he gets the starting ball. How could you not? Because Dane is coming off the injured list. He's going to be a little rusty. And I think Masoli is reaching his peak right now. He'd be, he'd be my guy. Uh, Graham on Twitter writes, I feel like David Watford would have converted that failed third down nitpicking, but Evans was good. Player of the game, Masoli. Honorable mention, the secondary three INTs. So another vote for Masoli. Listen, the Ticats aren't going to convert every third and short or second and short. There's going to be some bumps in the road. I know we all want that perfect kind of game. I don't think we've ever seen a perfect game from a player or a team. It's just impossible. There's going to be some mistakes. There's going to be a penalty. There's going to be a blow-up in coverage or a missed assignment, whatever the case is. Um, Yes, it is nitpicking at the end of the day, but I think it just comes from a good place. We want this team to perform at its best every single play. I think it's too much to ask for any football team. 32-3, the final Ticats beating up on Ottawa tonight. Hamilton now 5-5. They're two points back of first place. And uh, those first place occupiers are both Toronto and Montreal. Uh, 2-9 is the Red Blacks' record. They are now out of playoff contention. And the Ticats looking to build on this win next week when they are in Edmonton. It's going to be a 9.45 p.m. start time. We'll be on the air, I don't know, after midnight, that's for sure. So you can join us in the fifth quarter uh, after that ball game. Um, in the West, and I know there's two other games tonight. But in the in the West, Winnipeg now nine and one, Saskatchewan five and four, Calgary five and five, BC four and five, and the Elks are two and seven. So a lot of work to do for uh, Edmonton, but they are, you got to think, pretty much done. Hamilton plays Ottawa, probably the worst team in the league. And then against Edmonton, probably the second worst team in the league. This could be one of those momentum building a uh, couple of weeks for this Ticats team to get a win over Ottawa, win over Edmonton. And I'm jumping the gun, but you know this is this is the time where you want to see this football team playing its best, starting to peak, knowing that the postseason is just a few weeks away. Uh, by the way, Winnipeg with an eight nothing lead on BC with about five minutes left in the first quarter. Later on tonight, Calgary hosting Saskatchewan. That should be a fantastic football game. Uh, back to the phones we go. Corey is uh, waiting patiently here on the phone. Meg, Corey, welcome to the fifth quarter. How are you? Not bad, Rick. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Uh, I, I got to oppose a little bit what you just said with build momentum against the bad teams. The last two weeks, losing at home. You know I've called it and been really opposed to that, losing that home streak. Um. We should have been on our momentum streak right now, in control of the East. Don't get me wrong. like I'm super happy we won. We killed a really bad team tonight, which we should have. It was great to see Mazzoli, Bob Marley quote, like redemption song. This team did what they had to do tonight, and we won. And uh, I don't know. It'd be great to see it continue forward. We can't have any more setbacks. We basically need to win out if we want to win the East and control our own destiny, but that's where we got to go. This team could have easily been on a five-game winning streak. You know, if they don't blow those two fourth-quarter leads, they beat Calgary, they bombed the Red Blacks, uh, they lost in overtime against Montreal, 
lost on a last-second field goal against Toronto. They humiliate the Red Blacks. It could be a five-game winning streak that this Ticats team is on. Well, plus the game before that, too, was off the post, and we don't know if it would have went overtime, but we lost that game, too. That's right. And so that would have been, you know, six, seven wins in a row. Eight the, wins the in a row. The, the driver's seat, that's what I'm talking about. And that's where I'm talking about this team. This is maybe we get hot. This is where we need to get hot. And uh, a lot of teams that do this at this time of year, you see them go on to go deep in the playoffs, win the Grey Cup, that kind of thing. And I'm hoping for us, too. Like, Mazzoli, he comes out last week, does his job, loses the game 0-4, gets his first win of the season tonight. Sometimes that's all it takes. So if he can get on right on the right track and uh, win us some games, that's all we're looking for. And so is he your player of the game? Uh, kind of has to be defense. Again, I, I, I'm either defense or the fans. Defense this week for sure, three turnovers, under 250 yards. Um, you, you controlled the game again, hold the team to three points. I don't think, again, I've said it before, we haven't let any team score 20 points twice in the last, what, 10 weeks. We're killing teams on defense. It's our offense that really needs to get in a groove. Tonight we showed it against the bad team. Run the ball. Jackson Bennett steps in. Even he'd be my player of the game. Well, you have all those running backs go down, and you don't lose the ratio. You're Canadian running back in. He carries the ball. He hits it hard and runs all those yards. It comes down to performance issues, and when we needed to perform tonight, we did. Well said. Corey, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too, Rick. Still to come, more of your calls, tweets, emails, Facebook posts. We're going to vote for our player of the game. Brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. Right now, Jeremiah Masoli with the lead, but lots of time for you to cast your ballot as well. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. We're talking Ticat football. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Masoli has Bennett to his right. He will pass, and he throws it into the end zone. It's caught. Touchdown, Tiger Cats. Jalen Acklin is the recipient and gets his, let's count it, third touchdown of the season, and he scored touchdowns in back-to-back games. And that is the big play of the game here on the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. Thanks for Tuning in to the fifth quarter once again. Masoli to Acklin, 3.20 left to play in this football game. Eight yards uh, on that TD strike, made it 25-3, to and really, I think, put to rest any thought, any thought of an Ottawa Red Blacks comeback and another Tiger Cats fourth quarter collapse. So I think we were all enjoying that TD. Climb aboard here on the fifth quarter on 900 CHML and offer your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. Right now, Jeremiah Masoli has the lead in terms of player of the game votes and also getting a vote from Karen, who writes on CHML's Facebook page, love the quarterback sweep by Jeremiah. It's a shame he didn't get the touchdown on the play, but it made a statement to say, I'm back. Jeremiah is my player of the game. Have a good night. Rick, Jeremiah Masoli, let me remind you of the statistical information that he supplied tonight. 25 of 28, that's 83% completion percentage, 320 yards passing, two TDs. He ran the ball twice, 33 yards, including that 26-yard scamper that Karen was referring to. Matthew on CHML's uh, 
Twitter feed says huge win for the Ticats today. Like the aggressive play calling today, offense and D got the job done when needed. Player of the game goes to Masoli because despite there being multiple injuries at O-line and running back, he went out there and found a way to win. And that's that's a good way of looking at it as well. Uh, you know, Malik Irons goes down with an injury. The running back, Darius Sirocco, the center, goes down after the first series with a back injury. He was kind of struggling with uh, a sore back all week long at practice. He leaves after the first series. The Ticats rejig things on the offensive line. But Masoli uh, continues to dish the ball and had his best game of the season. Richard on Twitter also says Masoli player of the game defense did great as well three picks and the big guys chasing down the QBs was great to see and Joel on Twitter says great feeling to get the win player of the game the defense as a big Ticats fan I just hope the injuries start to calm down until next week take care Oski Wee Wee. It's actually Oaks Wee Wee, but I think he meant to say Oski Wee Wee. Uh, one more on Twitter. Michael says, just wondering re-injuries, if there is any correlation with the new fields. <sighs> I would say no. I mean, we're not seeing a lot of ankle injuries, um, ACL, MCL, knee-type injuries. You know, Braylon Addison today, a hamstring injury, suffered after a 61-yard reception. I'm not sure you can blame the turf on those types of injuries. If we're seeing those lower extremities, yes, I would say, okay, you know, this turf has to be looked at again, but that's not what we're uh, realizing here. Karen has called into the fifth quarter. Karen, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. What are your thoughts on tonight's game? It was really good. We destroyed the Ottawa. We certainly did. 32-3. to That's that's quite the score. Yeah. Who is your player of the game? Um, has to be the quarterback. What did you like Jeremiah. about Je- Yeah, what did you like about Jeremiah Masoli tonight? His his throws and just how he was playing. Yeah, he had a great game. Karen, how old are you? I am 13. <laughs> Excellent. How many Ticats games do you go to during a year? Depends on who's inviting me. Probably 1 to 5. Okay. Hey, that's a healthy amount. Uh, great job calling in of the fifth quarter, and uh, hopefully we'll hear from you next week. Yep. All right, have a good weekend, Karen. You too. There you go, Karen calling into the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Email from Alan out in Whitby. He says, hey, Rick, it's Alan oops, from Whitby. Alan from St. Catharines. I'm not sure why I was thinking about Whitby. Uh, when push comes to shove, Masoli did it for us. He really needed this game, and 25 of 28 with over 300 yards. Can he really ask for more? It hurts to see Braylon Addison go down, but what a beautiful catch he made to get us downfield. Masoli gets player of the game for sure, but he's still on a tight leash for me. The next game is against Edmonton, another bottom-of-the-league team. We have to win these crucial games. We're 5-5, five and five, and Toronto and Montreal are both tied at 6-4. and four. We still have a game against Toronto in November. Should determine what are the final standings. I hope for a second-place finish at the very least. First place would be nicer, uh, just so we have a home game in Hamilton. If we do end up facing Toronto in the final at BMO, Hamilton fans will outnumber theirs and pack the house. I can see it. No home field advantage for them. These last four games are going to show us what we're made of. Go, Cats, go. Allen in St. Catharines. 
I think first place is very much in reach. I mean, it's it's only one win behind both Toronto and Montreal. Argos and Alouettes both six and four. Ticats five and five. Hamilton and Toronto will duke it out one more time. That game comes at us on November the 12th. Yes, it's at BMO Field. And yes, there will be more Ticats fans than Argos fans in Toronto for that game. Let's not forget, full capacity now throughout Ontario. So that will be a, a lot of tickets available for that game at BMO. And when you look at the schedule remaining for the Ticats in Edmonton, a very winnable game. Hosting BC, a very winnable game. In Toronto, I mean, Ticats lost 17-16 against the Argos and 24-23 against the Argos, both in heartbreaking fashion. But they also whipped the Argos 32-19 back on September the 6th, Labor Day Classic at Tim Hortons Field. That was a demolition. One of Hamilton's best games of the year. So I would think that game at BMO, yes, winnable. Nothing's guaranteed. None of these games are guaranteed. But that is another winnable game. And the Ticats will close out the season at home against Saskatchewan. You can mark that with a big red X and call it a revenge game. After that 30-8 to beatdown that the Ticats suffered in Regina. So I'm liking where this Ticats schedule is kind of heading. Mind you, I thought this seven-game stretch and... The seven-game stretch I refer to was seven consecutive games for the Ticats in Ontario, either at home, in Toronto, or in Ottawa. And I thought they were going to make a little more hay than they did. You know, they beat Toronto on Labor Day, lose in Toronto by a point, beat the Stampeders, dominate Ottawa in Ottawa, lose back-to-back fourth-quarter collapses against Montreal and Toronto at home, which erased Hamilton's 11-game winning streak, at Tim Hortons Field, and then embarrassed Ottawa again tonight. So in this seven-game stretch, they could, a lot, they could have won a lot more games than they did. But hey, that's football. Five and five right now, I think, would be an accurate reflection of what this Ticats team is at right now. A lot of talent on the field. A lot of talent on the injured list as well. Uh, that's not just a Hamilton thing. A lot of CFL teams dealing with injuries. Some tweets coming in. Andrew writes... Uh, Cameron Kelly, player of the game. Also, the the Mitchell looked a lot like a DC-3 on the flyover. Oh, this was the plane flyover before the game. You know what? I didn't see the plane. I saw the plane on the scoreboard, the photo of it, but I didn't see it fly over. We have a terrible angle in the in the uh, press box. Really got to, you know, crank your neck and kind of look upwards. And nine times out of ten, we all miss it. It sounds great, but we don't we, we don't see it. Email from Stephen out in Penticton, B.C. Greetings, Rick. A crushing victory by our Cats. This was a total team win. Was nice to see the coaching staff make the calls to win aggressive. Full marks to Masoli. He played a great game. Defense played smash mouth. Player of the game, Masoli. Only one game behind for first place. We will get there, folks. Stephen in Penticton, B.C. Defense did play a great game. Masoli did play a great game. He's got another road for player of the game, and he is by far away the leader in that category. Now 16 votes for Masoli. The Ticats D uh, now up to three. Uh, a distant second for the <laughs> Tiger Cats defense, but a heck of an effort again tonight. Angelo on email says, Greetings and salutations, Rick. Great to see the Tiger Cats came out hungry at the Balsam Zoo. 
I predict the Cats will win out and win the Cup. If we stay healthy and the 13th man, the fans stay loud and proud, they can propel this team to victory. Player of the game, obviously, Masoli. Cheers, Richard. Is it Richard or Ange? By the way, Ange predicted before the game 33-16 for the Tiger Cats. Very close to the Tiger Cats score. And I predicted 37-13 for Hamilton. Only either of us won the uh, outright, you know, correct prediction, but uh, we obviously went with the lopsided win route. Uh, oh, and Alan emailed me back. <laughs> hey, Ricky, we're thinking Whitby because I used to live there. Don't worry, not going to, you're not going senile yet. Yeah, yet is the key word. I think I'm, I'm close to it, that's for sure. Uh, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Those are the phone numbers to call here on the fifth quarter. Let's talk about this Ticats win tonight, 32-3. Hamilton dominating Ottawa to improve to 5-5. Five and five. The Red Blacks now out of the playoff picture. They're 2-9 and nine on the season. One more break and we come back. Thomas is waiting on the phone line. We'll get to Thomas's thoughts when we come back here on the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. The most entertaining, unfiltered, and passionate post-game show in Canada. This is the fifth quarter powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Mazzoli, he'll step back. The pass is caught. It's a touchdown. Stephen Dunbar Jr. Tiger Cat Increase their lead. Welcome back to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. A big Ticats win tonight, 32 to three. The final score: Hamilton now five and five on the year. Ottawa falls to two and nine. If you want to comment on today's game, vote for your player of the game. So far, votes for player of the game: Jeremiah Masoli dominating the category. Dane Evans, the Ticats D, Chris Van Zyl in the O line, Kirill Brooks, all getting some votes. As well, Thomas has called in in the fifth corner and joins us now. Thomas, thanks for waiting. How are you? Hey, not too bad. You? I'm pretty good. So, a lot of people are saying Masoli for player of the game. And don't get me wrong, numbers-wise, Masoli does look great tonight. But he was playing one of the worst teams in the league. And on top of that, only thing, like the thing that gets me about Masoli is that he doesn't check his reads. He looks one spot. He really like telecast if he's going there, and then he throws it there, whether it's double or triple covered, which works tonight against one of the worst teams, but it's not quite as good of a situation when you're playing somebody like the Blue Bomber. All right, so you're thinking that he's telegraphing his passes and a, yeah. a much better team would take advantage of that. Well, exactly, and I think, I think our defense are bailing us out. Like, I'm not taking away that Masoli had a great game or a much better game than he has been, but our defense got us most of those points, like 24 points on turnovers, something like that. And those points, like, if you pretend that you don't get any of those turnovers, what is the score of the game? It's a lot closer. It's really, like, I, I don't think our offense really was pulling their weight. I think our defense is bailing them out a little bit too much. Okay, fair statement. I, you know, I thought the offense played one of its best games of the night. I, again, yes, it's against one of the worst teams. So, how do you measure that? You know, you, you got to put not necessarily an asterisk, but a little thought in the back of your mind, thinking, you know, can this offense score thirty-two points against a team like Calgary or a team like Winnipeg or yeah. a team like Saskatchewan? Exactly. I totally, I totally think that it's it's not much of a measuring stick 
in my mind, I don't think. I think we had a good game, and I'm very happy about it, so don't let that be confused. I'm definitely happy we needed to win. Uh, but I worry that if we play a smarter defense and a smarter coaching staff, that we're still telecasting exactly where the ball was going. Because you could, uh, where I was sitting in the stands, most of the fans around us were calling the play before it was going. So it, it seems pretty – I don't know if Tommy Condell's going original enough. And uh, I worry what goes forward. I know we haven't uh, – hopefully should be a winnable game next week, but we'll see. Yeah, hey, every, every game is different. Every team is different on game day. Uh, the Ticats can go out next week against Edmonton and really poop the bed. I don't yeah. think it'll happen, but, you know, we, we've seen it before. We, yeah, we, we definitely have. Who's your player of the game? So you're, you're giving it to the defense? Uh, player of the game, I would say, has to be defense. But if I was picking, I would say Lawrence squared because Simone Lawrence had a great game, a bunch of tackles and that interception. And then Desmond Lawrence almost got his pick six. So I'm going to say Lawrence squared. <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Thanks for the call, Thomas. No problem. Have a good night. You too. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Lauren squared for player of the game. I like that. Simone and Desmond, both with interceptions tonight. And the Ticats scored points off those turnovers. Seven off the Desmond turnover, three off the Simone turnover uh, on back-to-back Ottawa drives as well. So, yeah, great choice for co-players of the game, if I can put it that way. Uh, Some stats from Ottawa as well. Caleb Evans started at quarterback for the Red Blacks tonight. Uh, You know, completion percentage-wise, not bad. A lot of short passes, 12 of 15 tonight, 138 yards. He was picked off twice. And Delvin Duck Hodges, former NFLer, 8 of 16 tonight, 49 yards, one interception. He also ran the ball five times for 13 yards. On the ground, Jackson Bennett had 12 carries for 58 yards for the Tiger Cats. Masoli, 2 for 33. Tim White, 1 for 32. was a sparkling uh, uh, sweet play. Uh, Malik Irons, three carries for nine yards. And Dane Evans, three carries, three yards, two touchdowns. For the Red Blacks, the leading rusher was LaChance Turner, or DeLance Turner, pardon me. DeLance Turner, six carries for 29 yards. Hodges, five for 13, as I mentioned. Receiving, Braylon Addison, five receptions for 95 yards, including a 61-yard reception, which he hurt his hamstring. So hopefully uh, Braylon Addison is going to be healthy in a couple of weeks' time. You know, with with hamstrings, as we know, those soft tissue uh, ligament type of injuries are really uh, they're they're particular, if I can put it that way. They're they're tough to crack. Uh, Stephen Dunbar Jr. five receptions for fifty two yards and a TD. Tim White three catches for fifty two yards. Brandon Banks four for fifty one. Uh, Jalen Acklin, 5 for 48. David Ungerer with a couple of grabs tonight for 23 yards. Jackson Bennett had a reception for 9 yards. And Malik Irons with a catch for 7 yards. That is eight different receivers that Masoli hit tonight. Uh, Taylor Burlett, 1 for 1 on field goals tonight. He was good from 28 yards out. And defensively, let's give some props to some of the defenders of the Ticats tonight who were outstanding. Simone Lawrence. And Jamal Roll led all Tiger Cats tacklers with six defensive tackles. 
Uh, Simone had an interception as well, as did Desmond Lawrence, who had four defensive tackles, a sack as well, and a special teams tackle. That's a great stat line for Desmond Lawrence. Cameron Kelly, who uh, I, I thought played another really good game, aside from the objectionable conduct penalty. Uh, he had four defensive tackles tonight. And Julian Hauser, a couple of sacks tonight and three defensive tackles. In terms of sacks, I think it was tied 3-3 the last time I checked. Let's just have a quick boo at quarterback sacks. Uh, the Tiger Cats had three. The Red Blacks had two. Penalty-wise, if you're wondering, Hamilton with seven penalties for 85 yards. The Red Blacks four for 33. Total yards, Hamilton piled up 472 yards of offense tonight. Ottawa just 239. Time of possession in Hamilton's favor as well. 34 minutes and 15 seconds to Ottawa's 25 45 on CHML's Facebook page, where Jason says Dane Evans for his player of the game. He also writes that the Tiger Cats chewed up the Ottawa Red Blacks' special diet formula. Well, I'm not sure they gained any weight then if it was a special diet formula. He also says that the Tiger Cats had a yard sale and it should have been free parking. I'm not sure what that means, but I'm, I'm guessing that's a positive thing. Uh, because the Tiger Cats destroyed the Red Blacks tonight, uh, 32-3. to Quick boo at the email. Nothing going on there, but we do have Don calling in here on the fifth quarter. Don, go ahead. How are you? I'm doing fine, thanks, Rick. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Your thoughts on tonight's game? I just um, I wanted to say I think we need some work on the long snapping. I think we've got a, a, a good punter, but uh, if you look tonight, he, uh, he had a great punt, but the ones that... Uh, he's having to reach for him, and I think we've got a good kicker now too. But uh, that's a three. That depends a lot on the long snapping, as you know. So yeah, the, the long snapper is a rookie at a Saint FX, uh, Gordon White. Um, I haven't really noticed any bad snaps. They might not be as fast as what we would like, but at least they're getting to either the holder or the punter. Well, if you look tonight, there were a lot of the snaps the punter had to reach for, and. Uh, the one that the one that he did get right in his hands that was a beautiful punt. So it'll certainly throw you off rhythm. That's for sure. Whether you're a kicker or a punter, if there is a bad snap, if the holder has to reach or the punter has to reach, it throws you off a little bit. Yeah, and uh, player of the game would be Simone. Okay, what'd you like about Simone's game tonight? Well, he had a, had a pick and he made some crucial some crucial tackles, and without those, it would have been a totally different story. I agree, Don. Appreciate your call. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. That is uh, Don here on the fifth quarter. CHML's Facebook page. Rebecca writes, Hi, Rick. Feels like old times. Mac 48, York nothing. Cats 32, Ottawa 3. Total Hamilton teams 80. (laughs) Opponents 3. Oski Wee Wee. Love that tweet from Rebecca. 80 to 3. Ticats slash Marauders over York slash Ottawa. It's too bad that you know, our football teams can't play the basement dweller teams all the time. But, hey, uh, we, we, we don't drop the schedule. The Ticats don't either. The CFL does, and then they say, okay, we're down with it. Uh, let's analyze the last four games for Hamilton, Toronto, and Montreal. So the Ticats, as we know, in Edmonton next Friday night, they host BC, they host Toronto, or pardon me, they're in Toronto, and then they host Saskatchewan. That's their four games remaining. Edmonton, BC, Toronto, Saskatchewan. Two games, or two teams over 500, two teams under 500. I'd say a balanced schedule over the last four weeks. 
The Argonauts remaining schedule. They host BC. They're in Ottawa. They host Hamilton. They host Edmonton. That is a tremendous schedule if you're an Argos fan. I mean, they're they're probably winning at least three of those games. BC, Ottawa, and Edmonton, the one against the Ticats, as we've seen, probably a toss-up. So I would I would say right now that the Argos, I hate to say this, the Argos are in the driver's seat. They're a game up on Hamilton. They have a great schedule in front of them. That game on November the 12th at BMO might be the deciding factor in terms of the division. Here's Montreal's schedule. And if you're an Alouettes fan, you're thinking, uh-oh. Even though they're coming off a tremendous win against Toronto, 37-16 last night, they host Saskatchewan. That'll be a tough game. They're in Winnipeg. They host Winnipeg. And then they host Ottawa to close out the season. That's a pretty tough one. That is easily the toughest of the three. If you're comparing Hamilton, Toronto, and Montreal, the toughest of the three schedules. Uh, we got to go. The player of the game voted by you, the fans, brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Mental Management, Jeremiah Masoli. And the fifth quarter fan of the night, Brad, on Facebook. Great messages on CHML's Facebook page. Our next fifth quarter broadcast comes at you after the Ticats visit Edmonton on Friday, October the 29th. We'll see you then. For producer William Weber, my name is Rick Samprin. Thanks for joining us here on the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate 4 on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.